Freedom Podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Matt. And uh, we're doing this one uh, in front of a, a video camera. So for all you uh, people just listening uh, on the audio player, uh, you're missing out on just how man pretty Matt really is. <laughs> so now we know. But uh, we have to apologize for coming late because one of us got sick. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Matt, can you tell me how the government uh, has caused you to become sick then? Um, it's I mean, We can find blame for anything. It's the government's fault. It's just being the government. Yeah, I mean, uh, just forcing me to like uh, pay taxes just made me sick. <laughs> made you sick with anger. Yeah, uh, I, I did see a meme today that was like, "Oh, two percent on on coffee and tea tax, uh, <laughs> full on revolt. Uh, Thirty and forty percent of your pay come uh, pay uh, taken away from you. That's eh, everything's fine." I know we should have already started a revolution like a yeah. hundred years ago. Again. It, it would have been nice. I, I blame our parents. Yeah, our parents' parents. Uh, either one. Uh, so uh, today we're uh, doing free markets as uh, it, it, it um, applies to the non-aggression principle. Uh, so we'll be covering just a few of the subjects because, uh, unfortunately, there's too much to cover when it comes to government intrusion into the free market. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, again, the, the non-aggression principle, uh, we're in a series where it's we're trying to apply the NAP to... Um, to different areas of, <coughs> of an overall um, society that, that we live in and um, how the government gets in the way of the non-aggression principle, how it violates the non-aggression principle, uh, which is the use of force, threat of force, fraud, uh, in order to uh, deprive someone of their uh, natural rights or just uh, the use of violence is illegitimate. And so uh, the, the government obviously has a monopoly on power. They're the only ones that claim to have a a uh, legitimate use for power and so all all that they do is just through uh, a series of force whether or not you agree to it or not um, you know you can think that uh, giving you know uh, 10 percent of your your money to the homeless is a good thing but when the government agrees with you they always do it under the threat of forces force if, you, if you if you don't give us this money for this then we come and tax evasion yeah, or just, you know, uh, you don't own your own property. That's, Never. That's, that's a big one. I'm you just rent it forever. Yeah, there, there, there's no phasing out. You, you, I mean, there's there's news stories upon news stories of people just not paying taxes and their houses are getting foreclosed on because they have an outstanding tax bill. Like, well, you know, at what point do you actually own your own home? Yeah, you think after, I don't know, you sign a 30-year mortgage. I don't own a home, so I don't know how it works. But let's say you sign a 30-year mortgage, you know, you think after, at least after you pay the whole house off, you're done with your 30-year mortgage, that you've paid the house off, no more payments, you think you'd at least own the house yeah. and maybe the land, you know. <clears throat> but no, because you still use roads and schools and or yeah. probably by the time that you pay out a 30-year mortgage and no one's using, no one in your family is using schools because they're, they're all, done. They're all done. Yeah. But uh, you're a drain on society. You didn't build it. And so obviously yeah. we can't privatize any of those things. Although schools we did cover, and you can definitely privatize roads. You can definitely privatize because the government's not creating roads. When when 
side tangent, but when it says who will build the roads, well, who's already building the roads? Well, private contractors. Yep. Unfortunately, we have here, and you just drove through one to get yeah. to here, uh, the, the government uh, uh, had a, uh, <coughs> a, a work stoppage uh, where they employed um, union workers and they didn't want to continue to pay them the cost of what they uh, issued. So there you have the government just failing to stand up to a, a contract that they that well that it ended but there's no there's no hesitancy for them to go oh our contract ended we better get one in place soon yeah. before this next one does where yeah, if you own a business if you don't have the next one everywhere. and you have a work stoppage well you're just out of money and you're yeah. you're going to go out of business if you continue to not the have government it. has gone out of business probably a million times. But <laughs> well, they just, oh, yeah. we'll raise taxes. We'll uh, just make this money over here and, and yeah. create it, and we're good. You and I uh, can't uh, can't uh, t- take a printing press and, and print money, but they can. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. It'd uh, be better-looking money, too. <laughs> Wouldn't have uh, dead white men on there? No. Or, or, or the queen's face? No. We'd probably find something like, uh, you know, the Mises dollar or the, the, yeah. the Rothbard buck. Something like that. Or maybe the uh, uh, Ron Paul had a, a, a gold coin, I yeah. think, stamped, which is technically illegal because uh, you can't coin money. It's only Congress that can coin money. Although they don't coin money. They no. give it off to the Federal Reserve. But there's big tangents right there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, So free market. What is the free market? Uh, in a capitalist system, uh, my microphone stand would stay in place, but... Um, uh, in, in a capitalist society, which <coughs> means that there's private property and private ownership over the means of production, uh, that you have uh, the the um, freedom to associate with who you want, to do the work that you want. Uh, it's not without consequence, though, because you don't have the uh, ability to pull guns on people and yeah. say, buy my product. You know, yeah. Walmart doesn't have a standing army where they come and say, you know, uh, the, the the Joe Pesci over here with a baseball bat is <laughs> yeah. uh, is you is have not to buy your potato chips here or else <laughs> yeah and then you have roaming gangs of, yeah. of Meyer and like in the blue yeah the 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 blue smocks the, going the everywhere and the red and smocks so there's the Crips and the Bloods yeah, right there yeah Meyer versus Walmart yeah uh, you know the Jets and the Sharks uh, <laughs> would would dance uh, poetry. So you don't have the ability to uh, use force. So what do you have to do? You have to have a better price, a better product. Uh, you have to con- at least convince more people that your product is worth buying over somebody else's. Yeah, it somehow. might not even be the the most expensive or the, the least expensive. Yeah, it could just be the better product. Or mm-hmm. I mean, you could just have a really good marketing campaign. And and you and I have talked about this recently. Um, it's when when it says Walmart comes in and says oh you know they killed the mom and pop stores no people killed the mom and pop stores they because they went to Walmart they went to Walmart because Walmart's able to offer a lower price for either the same or better uh, products and people chose to save money in that and that yeah. kind of goes to um, the the free trade uh, talk uh, today that uh, we have we don't usually cover federal things because we like to leave that to the 80 other thousand libertarian podcasts yeah. but um, today as of uh, 10-1 of uh, 18 um, we have a new uh, North North American Free Trade Agreement. Yeah, the USMCA. Yeah, and so obviously it's just a piece of paper that says uh, th- there will be free trade with no tariffs between these these countries and their signatures, right? That's nope, it. unfortunately nope. not. It's a Still giant document of 
just and all the articles I could find they can't even really summarize everything in it because and it's going to take a long time I think they said it might take till 2020 or so to get everything in because the leaders in Canada here and Mexico all have to still go to their own congresses and all that and agree everything so it's not even set in stone right yeah Uh, well and we've seen that with like the Iran deal where it it still had to come back to Congress and, mm-hmm. and uh, then once a, a new president took place, uh, just did away with the agreement, even though technically it's the law of the land according to the Constitution. But the Constitution doesn't really uh, apply too much anymore, uh, yeah. uh, clearly because it doesn't – the idea is that the Constitution kind of defines the powers of the government, but clearly we're way outside, and that's some of the stuff that we're going to go into today with – uh, crony capitalism or just the various different departments like what we've covered before in the show with the um, the Department of Education. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nowhere in the Constitution that authorizes that or a federal mandate for education purposes, but it's a, won't somebody think of the children? And I think yeah. a lot of our laws are probably based on that idea is won't somebody think of the children rather than, you know, won't somebody think of uh, maybe we can't do this or... Yeah. Let's think of the children by making school better. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we can't do that because uh, I have a vested interest in staying in power if I'm a politician. Yeah. So uh, I, I need control of the minds in, in order to uh, to bend them over. You know, uh, dumb down America yeah. so you can take power. Right. I mean, that's that that's helpful. I mean, when when when's the last time that you've seen a man on the street interview where people can't even name, um, you know, the the amendments or or powers uh, or freedoms not given, uh, enumerated in the First Amendment. I saw the other one, the one the other day that was people couldn't remember the three branches of government. Well, there's only one, right? The executive. <laughs> That's why we're, we're always against Trump. Yeah. Because you we have no power other than, you know. The king. Yeah. He's a, he's a monarch <laughs> of America. Yeah. Well, you know, if it was uh, uh, Hoppe uh, that... Uh, that came out with this book that I've recently read, uh, Democracy, the God that Failed. He compares democracy and a, a monarchy and says that actually a monarchy, in, in the strictest sense of the word, is actually better because uh, there you have um, uh, the ability to, to have one leader that, that sets forth a policy and is probably not going to change. Mm-hmm. So if you're a business person, you're when you're trying to read a market, you're, you have to deal with a, a, a the Congress or the different departments of state making all these yeah. different uh, rules for you. But if you just have a king that sends out this edict, uh, that's probably not going to change unless he wants to, I guess. Yeah. Then maybe, you have maybe his son takes over 60 years later. Yeah. And but changes. then you have 60 years of being able to have at least one policy in place yeah. where you're, you're going down that route. So that's a really uh, a good book that we'll link in the show description too. Um, but so, uh, we, we went off tangent, but that's all right, because yeah, un- unfortunately, uh, uh, that's th- there's there's so much to, to talk about in this subject that you can't throw a rock without uh, hitting a law that you probably <laughs> throwing the rock is probably actually uh, against the law because it is. it's assaulting the, the, the laws. Yeah, it's it's a it's a uh, endangered species rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lava rock from, <laughs> uh, you know, some remote place. Yeah. That's that's only found in that one spot. Yeah, we can't. We're, we're, it's illegal for removing it. Right, and the government owns what, like sixty percent of the landmass. So they yeah. they um, 
they'll get us with like taking it from you know their their own property. You know? mm-hmm. Since again, you don't ever own the land you live on. Right. Uh, the it, yeah, you're you're leasing it. Um, Forever. I, I mean, here, here's one. So uh, people think that the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, <clears throat> has gone through and stopped pollution and, and, you know, has cracked down on. Uh, I think Pennsylvania is always the one that they always try and claim is the, the, the was the biggest one. And they, the EPA was created and now the air is cleaner, which is true. But then if you look at the broad scheme of things, you realize that the, the creation of the uh, Clean Air Act actually had different stages and... Um, it was already going down. Yeah. Uh, just it was going. It, it it came about when the when the actual power was was occurring to to kind of have the biggest thrust of impact for the the Clean Air Act. Um, it was already decreasing by just leaps and bounds. You know who's saving the planet? Other San Francisco. Happened. Yeah. Because they got rid of straws, <laughs> and they're getting rid of the point five percent of straws that are actually in the ocean yes the, the amount of pollution that's in the ocean 0.5 percent of it is straws so thank you san francisco yes thank you for listening to an eight-year-old kid who did a science project who called 100 or was something like 60 stores yeah. said how many straws do you use in a day they give him a number and then he extrapolated just by multiplying how many stores he didn't call yeah so and that's then how many stores there. and and the five-year-old video of the straw getting pulled out of the sea turtle's nose from costa rica yeah yeah so and uh, you know the whole thing of oh it's two Texases. Trash Island is two Texases. Yeah. No, it's not two Texases. It's it's the overall area of two Texases, but it's like you took a big old pot of water and you sprinkled a little pepper in it and just <laughs> oh yeah, the pepper's over here, there's a piece over here, two Texases. That's right. And it's just floating around the currents. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's bad that we pollute in there, but you know, Let's 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 go for something bigger than a straw. Well, and he, here's the thing: it's just floating out in the ocean. No one yeah. owns the ocean, right? Like right. it's it's public property. Why aren't we going out there with little skimmers? Because no one owns it. There's there's no desire to yep. maintain. There's no um, uh, maintenance of it. You you can't go out there uh, because it's it's not private property. So that's what the EPA does in a lot of things. So, uh, like I was reading an article in preparation for this episode about how um, because the government owns <coughs> so much land that they um, that they lease um, feeding rights so that cattle grazers can come and bring their cattle over mm-hmm. and graze on the field. Well, then there's no since since the cattle owners don't own the property, there's no incentivization for them to keep it clean or yeah, to, to revitalize it. it because here's a, a public thing. I have to get all my my herd in there to, to munch it down as soon as possible or else someone else is going to take it. And then um, they don't replant anything right, or like, take like care that. of it. Like loggers. There's, there's always this uh, uh, idea that loggers just go in and clear cut forest and, and they're like, well, all right, well, we just bought that land for... Thirty million dollars, and now it's useless to us. Like, no, it's always oh, th- yes. There, there are bad actors. We should always say yeah. this. Like, there's always the qualification that there are bad actors. There are bad companies. There are um, companies that, even in a libertarian utopia, whatever that might look like, uh, would, would 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 be bad. And but there, are, what are the means for um, punishing them, but without the the use of of a uh, overarching government to say. Here are some arbitrary rules with arbitrary numbers, mm-hmm. but uh, um, forestry of of replanting, uh, you know, you've bought the whatever piece of land for whatever amount of money. If you could just clear cut it, you're out after it's all done. Yeah. That's so why you, you replant it. You come back like 
however many years later. Right. You you study uh, what the best resting period is, the rest soil consumption is. Mm-hmm. So, um, in fact, uh, a, a lot of those companies also then will sponsor like, you know, save save part of the rainforest, or they'll they'll have some other um, outreach where they're trying to negate that image of. You know, we're the evil loggers that are cutting down redwoods that have been in existence for 8,000 years. Yeah. And a lot of them, they just cut out the dead stuff, too, and they use what they can. Right. And it's just when it's people, people go in, take pictures of after they cut it down, and they don't ever go back in and take a picture of them replanting it. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, however long it takes a tree to mature, whatever they're planting, they come back later. It's just farming. It just takes a lot longer than, mm-hmm. you know, growing corn and everything. Yeah. And so if you have things that are public property and you have the ability to for the government or whoever to, to kind of lease it to whoever needs it, then you have kind of a scramble uh, mm-hmm. like like you would in um, in socialist nations like we see in Venezuela where, <laughs> you know, people went in and quickly got all their materials because it yeah. was going to go, you know, uh, out of you know, out of stock. So there's there's no desire to um, go in and preserve it. That's why things like um, oh, oh, what's it called when um, when uh, like prices really shoot up uh, and and things cost like a bottle of water. hyperinflation. Uh, well, no, uh, for for for, um, for when like disasters happen and the oh. bottle of water goes through the roof. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just can't think of the name now. I know that's why right people here. that's why people loot. Yeah, price gouging. Price gouging. So, yep. so price gouging is just a response to to, to a giant market and uh, yeah, uh, the demand just went yeah. higher. Demand went higher, and so what is what what's happened there? Well, if you have the government say, well, we're freezing prices. A bottle of water costs a dollar, so it's not going to cost uh, ten dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're going to have people that go in there and go, well, you know, I don't know what this this. Um, this disaster is going to do. I'm going to buy up as much water as possible because I could be stuck out there like what happened in Katrina. Mm-hmm. And so the government freezes the prices and then there's no importing it because you have a disaster coming in. There's no desire for outside people to bring stuff in because they're they're not going to be making any, any profit money. for what they're putting their lives or their their materials on on the line for. Yeah. So government freezes the 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 amount or or um, like what we saw after September 11th is they <coughs> then went after people who who uh, inflated gas prices. Well, the demand went up because people were scared and they went and and, and got more gas. So prices um, tell you what the market is a sign of what the market is doing. And so with price price gouging, you have people who own the property saying, "Okay, well, I'm going to charge ten dollars for this bottle of water." Yeah. Well, then other people are going to s- see that and go, "Well, not only do I want to help those people, but I can also make a profit, and I'm going to try and uh, be the product that uh, sells for." So if I buy that a bunch of water for a dollar and someone's selling it for ten, I'm going to come in and sell it for eight. So there, I'm saving everyone two dollars. So it's bringing in more material. I'm sacrificing my my time, my my body. Um, you know, uh, the 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 desire maybe even to make a profit. Um, you know, it might not happen. Um, I'm coming here and I'm bringing it, and so it's 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 bringing in more material than what you would if it's just open to the mm-hmm. the public, or if or if the government, you know, somehow freezes freezes prices. So that's what you have in a disaster area. Um, the government just is 
saying, well, you know, write it out. You know, we have the the um, the uh, we have FEMA, but even their own records show that FEMA isn't the the, the best done. I mean, after Katrina, uh, you had all those different. I mean, yeah. just materials just sitting out like uh, they had um, like RVs that were just boxed up and and never went anywhere. And so they're just in a giant warehouse right now that are just, just sitting there, just sitting there. So utilization of resources is a big reason why you don't want public property or, um, you know, the, the government to control anything because it's not it's not even their property. No, they're, if, if they're running out of something, they just find the money somewhere else or raise uh, debt or, or make it yeah out of nowhere <laughs> yeah so so w- like when it comes to roads there's no the government doesn't create it it they they make an agreement where they steal your money and give that mm. money to put it back to, to the the people who actually make the roads yeah so it's like that scene in it's office a, space where middleman where the, where the the jump to conclusions guy is like well you know what is it that you say you do yeah well you know i i, I i'm the liaison between the customer and the engineer because the engineers can't really talk to the customers so uh you're you're <laughs> you should be thankful matt that uh, the government is talking to uh road crews for you because you're too stupid to yeah to I, come to an agreement i wouldn't understand you know cement paint lines yeah it's rollers. never been done before or we see like domino's pizza is going out and yeah, filling potholes and stamping potholes. like uh on on joe rogan's podcast where larry sharp was on he was saying you know let's start naming bridges and roads and and whatever else and have naming rights for yeah, these the things. costco bridge yeah you know? oh Meyer uh, road where do you care. live on oh verizon road oh yeah. yeah i know exactly where that's at it's that really nice road that i pay a penny to drive down because they yeah. want to recoup costs or whatever it might be and it's a great market it may be a great marketing for them yeah absolutely if all of a sudden like because i mean take new york i think uh that's what he was talking about. You take all the bridges they have in New York and just make sure they're upkept and everything. Just, just company names across all of them. And that way, if it's not kept up well, you have a, a giant sign on top of that that says, hey, this is the Costco bridge. If it's really crappy, it's Costco's fault. Yeah. Or um, home, home associations have a private road. You drove on a private road coming in today because I live on a private road. Oh, and I didn't pay any money. Oh, man. You oh, know, my goodness. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. There wasn't like a Gestapo out front stopping me and yeah. like patting me down yeah. saying, hey, give me your money right now or else your tires can't set tire on here. Yeah. Although if we <laughs> wanted to, we could. You Why could. Not? Uh, you know, so you could say, "Hey, uh, yeah, it's twenty-five cents every time you want to go to your your friend's house, or whatever it is, down right. the road." But you don't because you don't need to. Right, exactly, because there's a pool that's collected between like-minded people. So, like, if you have businesses, you want customers to come to you. So, yeah. businesses would take a, up a collection to build a road. You'd have <coughs> probably road improvements happening because, yeah. like, when's the last time that you've seen anything improve? The the the, the the first one that I've heard of recently is just in India. There, there's so much plastic that mm-hmm. they're using it for manufacturing of roads. Yeah. For them, it's fine, but I don't know if it would really work for us. But yeah. there's no, like, there's been no development in in roads. But I mean, look at our phones. There's I mean, been we've, tons we've gone of we've gone to to large to tiny to back to large again. Yeah, that and, is weird. And every if if there were if there was a year that passed where Apple didn't come up with a new product that improved People or, or changed. Out. Oh, it'd be like what? What? What's the the what's going to happen to Apple now? Their stock yeah. has plunged three percent. But with roads, we're just like, well, you know, it's a road. Well, yeah, and the perfect example of that is on my way here on the public streets. 
is where you're talking about. It's just dirt, potholes, and, yeah. you know, I don't know, road closed signs and everything like that, and they're not really working on it. And then I drive onto this private road here, and it's nice and smooth, no potholes. Yeah, and we're, My car would last a lot longer. We're, we're already saving up money to to do it again because it's not – it, it, it's not the best, but at the same time, it's it's usable and it's way better than any other road. I think when it comes to roads, too, the worst part of, that the government does is they, I mean, other than taxing us and taking our money, okay. um, is, you know, they you build a road and, you know, it's rated for 50 years or something like that. Same thing with bridges or any sort of infrastructure. And they don't start making a plan until the total road's gone to total crap. <laughs> yeah. They they don't they don't plan ahead like okay we built this road in 1950 by year 2000 where it's gonna need to already be replaced mm-hmm. not thinking about replacing it by 2010 or something like that no it they need to have a plan in, in motion and if you had if you privatized it those people would have more of incentive to do that and it would probably be like all right this road's gonna last 50 years in you know 30 let's start looking at what to do to how we can upgrade it. You know, how we can make it better, how we can fix it. Well, and and how how it happens here is that you have uh, a tax for local roads at a a township level. And then you have the county board who controls the county roads. So there's a tax for county roads. Mm -hmm. And what happens is the county has an assessment of all the roads in the township. And they say, here's a, a, a green, yellow, red scale. And it's a, a... you know, green is good, obviously. Red mm-hmm. is bad. You need to change it. And so we'll take uh, uh, some matching funds if you put up, you know, half or 70% of it, and we'll give you 30%. Well, there, you, as as just the, the general member of public, have already spent money towards uh, taxes for the, the township level, then the county level. Now the county is saying that they'll give your township some of, your own money back to them when Mm -hmm. maybe if you just you know if roads are important to you then why don't you just keep all your money and you and like-minded people could say hey uh let's let's uh build this road right here because it needs to be improved or this one needs to be uh you know new and improved or um let's let's have a designer come out so you know the, the the fact that when people think oh well no one has the ability to just make their own roads right now well, yeah, it's just because you're taxed so much. If if your entire paycheck was, was given back to you or nice. you didn't have to pay all those taxes or your business didn't have to pay all those taxes. You'd then, free up a lot of money. Yeah, you'd free up a ton of money. And then, with okay, maybe maybe in the 50s you, you needed some just grand scheme of trying to raise funds. But now with technology, yeah. hey, are you driving on my road? You need to use this app. Yeah, an app is created. There are there as a competition for apps that come out. There's two or three or five that are found to be the best. So you download those. And you come to upon a private road with a, a, a you know stop stick or or uh, those those uh, barricades in place, yeah. and you pay your two cents to drive down it because the amount of traffic is there is just needed to raise funds. Then you can hold people accountable. Like uh, there are something like what thirty thousand deaths by in vehicles on u.s highways yet we're, we're so concerned about deaths by uh firearms yeah well you know they're pretty much the, the same number but n- no one's claiming for uh you know government roads to be shut down or looked at but if you had something that 
that killed 30,000 people every single year, where, where's the outrage? So there's no desire to like improve traffic safety and the, the fact that you have uh, a, a pay scheme in place um, would help to eliminate um, traffic because then, okay, at five o'clock, then instead of two cents, it's 25 cents to-, yeah, to Because it's peak times. Yeah, peak times. That's the, I mean, that's what we have in a lot of things. Um, and hey, uh, you know, you could have- um, It's like Uber. Yeah. Uber at 2 a.m. is going right. to be, Good point. you know, five, six bucks more than you the Uber you took to get to the bar or wherever you're going. Um, you know, they do surge prices out, you know, in Detroit after Lions games and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you leave at halftime, it's going to be cheaper, but you leave then because they're in higher demand. It's not like they can just pull, you know, Uber drivers out of thin air. They only have a certain <laughs> amount of Uber drivers. Right. And they're just, you know, they're being used up, so you have to pay a premium. Ooh, marginal price utility. Is that what it sounds like for all you Austrian economic fans? We'll, we'll get to that someday. Um, that, that's, that, I think that's a important, or, or at least a, a, a important topic. To, yeah, if we do an economics one, we should reach out to Bernie Sanders, see if he'll be a guest. <laughs> yeah. I think he could use the education. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that education, yeah. Um, so with, with at least with roads there, then um, you have the ability to – um, uh, utilize different um, traffic patterns, uh, like roundabouts. Yeah. Roundabouts is shown to increase the flow of traffic and the safety of traffic. Where you're a lot of people don't know how to use them. Uh, well, they don't understand a yield sign, but yeah, I mean, but it'll come don't with time. Too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would love to see. Th- there's, there's one that I know of that that I, I go to work every single day and hit it. And I'm like, oh, I just want there to be a roundabout here. Yeah, but. Like the ones that they built on Sprinkle Road where yeah. you get onto 94. Right. The two roundabouts there. I remember I used to drive that area all the time. And traffic it was would red back lights. up onto the highway. Well, in that and traffic when you're going to the highway, um, like towards Portage and everything like that, it would back up all the way. I mean, you'd be two lights back. And mm-hmm. there's a good, I don't know, quarter of a mile gap that would – Everyone would be in this right lane too, and then you'd get the people in the left lane trying to rock it forward and go over um, because they didn't want to be quarter of a mile back in this red light mm-hmm. because everyone was getting out of the highway at five o'clock. And now they put a roundabout in, and it's just so much. The flow's amazing, and I've ne- I haven't seen it back up even half as far as it used to. No, no, even after a big like Wings Event Center yeah, games or it's, or it's concerts, not bad at all. Yeah, so. There are there are improvements that you could make, or just technological improvements, or just you, you can um, incentivize uh, the, the flow of your traffic. You can you can say, okay, um, uh, we have uh, allocated um, five thousand uh, trips a day for <coughs> low income people that can't afford the two cents or the twenty five cents. So there, you offset it with uh, naming rights or advertisements or yeah. anything like that, or uh, ads on on your traffic app. You know, yeah. so th- there's just a ton of ideas there that you could do. That I mean, uh, I'll I'll, I'll be reporting billboards. probably in the next episode. But the road commission is coming to to our township and uh, and presenting. So I'll have a few 
uh, libertarian words for them that I'm sure they'll nice. shirk off and go, private <laughs> roads, how would that ever happen? Yeah. How, 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 can, how can you have the most sophisticated uh, self-driving vehicles that were ever created by man on those roads? How, how can those be, ever be created but uh, a slab of cement is the, the most yeah. mind-blowing thing that we can come up with that touches the road. And that somebody else owns it other than the government. It's because everyone's first thought is the fact that if they think of, like, I don't know, the game of Monopoly. That's what they, that's what they think this is where, like, you know, you just build up all your hotels. You can't wait till that person lands on your hotel <laughs> and you get to take all their money. Like, that's not how it's going to be because no one will use that road. Yeah. And if that's the only road in town, someone else is going to build around it. Right. Right. There's always the ability to have a competing market. That's why, again, monopoly, a, a, a natural monopoly in the marketplace, it, it rarely exists because there's always competition that will mm-hmm. will nip at the person's heels. But let's even say that a natural monopoly happens. No use of force. By, by a company, let's say let's say Walmart becomes the only grocery store in the entire uh, United States. Well, they're offering the lowest price so much that there's no competition for it. So they've found the perfect platform where they're yeah. profitable and they're driving in 100% of the customers. Now, as soon as one person isn't satisfied and has the ability to raise capital to then compete with them, well, then you're going to have not a monopoly. Yeah. But th- that's why this this idea of like trust busters and and uh, you know oligarchy that uh, all oligopoly like multiple people get together yeah. and 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 agree upon a certain price well yeah those people are in agreement but then you have other people mm-hmm. the only the only uh real monopoly that you can't ever defeat is from the state from the government like yep. railroads there was a monopoly given to pretty much majority of the railroad owners and that was just that was that was the government saying uh we want to invest in this infrastructure now were railroads beneficial to the history of of the united states expansion yeah big but should that have been done at that time with those resources could could those resources have done other things how about the plight of the american indian Did, did the railroad help to um to to move them off their land faster and even more so there's there's no there's no um, consideration for well yeah I mean it was beneficial but you know the what ifs what mm-hmm. what would have been better you know what if instead of uh, you know fighting uh, and and giving this money for different wars and different territories you actually had just a natural expansion of of, of people and they were able to keep their money and what what new things would have been created because of it yeah so th- that's part of what you kind of call like crony capitalism. So that's when, yes, private businesses um, come into direct benefit from government means, but it's the government who picks the winners and losers. And we see that with um, the solar and wind. Well, is solar and wind the best? Well, I mean, maybe, but let's have um, the market decide which better use utilizes limited resources because that's we're not in Star Trek, so we don't yeah. have the ability to say uh, uh, solar wind farm and it just beams into existence yeah. from nothing. So if if that were to and happen, we, can't, we don't have warp speed to go travel to go get. Yeah. So whatever. so if we ever get the, the, that for, from Star Trek, yeah. then then I'll become a communist <laughs> All right. without the use of force. You heard it here. Yeah, a- anarcho-communist. Uh, just a contradiction in term. Um, <laughs> But you you have a limited resource. Prices tell you where to um, 
where to make determinations on where those resources go. You have people that go out of business because they didn't read the market correctly and they didn't put the correct number of resources in. We see this with, uh, let's talk about bricks. You have uh, 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 two companies that are, are um, wanting to build a building. Um, one guy buys a thousand bricks for his building and he needs a thousand. Uh, another one uh, would like to build a thousand brick building, but uh, we'll do with 750 because um, that person sees a shortage in, in the brick market because um, there's a war going on. And so mm -hmm. there might be resources that get diverted. Well, that person who needs a thousand bricks to complete that building, if, if he's off by one, it's an incomplete building. Yeah, but if that person has the ability, the second person has the ability to buy a thousand bricks, well, then he can go and sell the rest of the 250 after he's completed the 750 building mm -hmm. uh, to, to the war effort or, or yeah. the rebuilding effort from the war uh, or or <coughs> to that guy for an inflated price. Yep. So it's it's all about reading the market, being the, the best business person. That way you're not just throwing your money or your res or, or grabbing up resources like we see with with um, with um, uh, you know the, our, our example with uh, natural disasters and the water so you you have the ability then to um, uh, utilize good business practices and then on top of that you can make a profit from those good business practices whoa we, we just changed oh my goodness uh, so here uh, we're doing a quick outro because we're split it up into three episodes. Uh, so we wanted to give uh, outro to remind you to go to uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, we're on Stitcher, you the, the YouTube's yep. uh, to check YouTubes. us out. Subscribe, like, you know, do all those social Ring media the bell things or whatever they say. With I that know. thing, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but, but we're we're being downtrodden by the YouTube's. Um, uh, check us out there. And uh, we'll come back uh, in a couple days for you for the next uh, episode uh, of part two of three. So live radically and live free. And privatize it.